Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Donald Faison. Hi, Zachary Braff. Hello, we, Joel Monique. We Hi, don't have Daniel today, so when we say cut that Daniel to each other, uh, Daniel will just hear it on the recording because he's not here today. Where is he, Joel? He's with his family doing a little reunion. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so listen, you've heard Donald and I talk about uh, Cody Rigsby from Peloton so much. Um we really like him a lot. I found him very entertaining and funny and um, motivational. I want to mention this is not an ad for Peloton. I don't even think there are sponsors uh, currently. Um, but uh, this is solely because um, I thought that Cody's a really interesting guy. He found a way to get me motivated to work out in in a different way. And I thought that maybe he has some insights. We thought that he surely has some insights for people that want to get in shape and also just um, – you know, achieving your goals because this guy um, was working at McDonald's one day. Now he's one of the most successful uh, trainers in the world. So, right, Don, we wanted to have him on. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about uh, COVID and, you know, how he saved a lot of people's lives by putting them on a bike and yeah. motivating them. And, you know, he was probably the most popular person at that time. So I'm really interested in hearing what he has to say about his rise. And, you know, I want to talk about Dancing with the Stars and Amanda Klutz yep. as well. And I bet he's also going to not mind um, um, sexual innuendo since he really uh, enjoys that. In your endo. In your endo. All right, Joel, invite him in. Cody Rigsby, everybody. Five, six, Here's seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of Ladies and gentlemen, Cody Rigsby! <laughs> wow. Well, what an introduction. Right? All that vibrato just for me. Yes. Wow. Just All like... for you. You're even okay. more handsome not on my Peloton screen. You are even hotter on the Zoom call. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind. Hype me up straight, man. And earlier... And we love you. Earlier, you said you were busting loads. So, you know... Like no, I didn't say loads, that, You're Cody. hot. Like No, I didn't say that. So the audience has context. Cody came on for a sound check, and I said, Joel, take him off because I don't want to start chatting with him and bust all my loads before we were recording. See, see, <laughs> that was the first innuendo. And, the, yes. mm -hmm. and, the, and he hadn't even started recording yet. Welcome no, to the show. Uh, we love you. I don't know. Donald and I never knew if you were clocking how much we were talking about you, especially during the lockdown, because you were getting us through You saved lockdown. my life, bro. You saved I've, I've, my I've life. I've heard through the grapevine many a times, and then I've, I've, I've peeped in a, a few times, you know, a few times before. So I'm, I'm uh, honored to be. Now, we're honored to have you, man. 
Okay. You really, you really helped us both. Um, during lockdown, we both got bikes, we both got Peloton bikes, and we were talking about getting into it. And, um, you know, I, of course, as a straight man, was like, okay, I'm just going to find the cutest chick. She'll motivate me. I'll want. I'll, hey, at least you're honest. No, I mean, that's what my brain was thinking. And then I mm-hmm. found this very handsome, very flamboyant gay man, and I never looked back. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I I found that the I found that the women I just was staring at the butt and not necessarily staring at the numbers, right? Okay, and, and so, so not getting much done, right? And then I found you, and I don't know how it was I found you. I just said, I know my wife was the one that said you should try Cody, and I was like, what? She was like, try Cody, and I put you on, and I laughed for the whole ride. You made Good. me laugh so hard at a time when I had just been crying, when I was, you know, so worried about what my fam- what was going to happen with my family, when, mm-hmm. you know, when, when life just seemed so flipped, when life just seemed like it was, it was abysmal, you know what I mean? We were all so scared and didn't know what to do. And then here you come and you made me laugh at a time when I didn't think I could laugh. And, uh, you know... One of your rides, I cried my eyes out because of all of the joy you brought me and all of the release that I got from the endorphins, from the ride and the motivation and how I could keep going in that time. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I really, for real, man, like you really, you saved my life, man, at a time when I didn't oh. think there was a, a bright spot. When COVID, so when nice, all Tom. of the news out there was just so dark, you know, Black Lives Matter, all of these things were going down and there you were. And I just... I just want to say, I want to give you your flowers, man. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was, that's very bro. kind. That's very, very sweet. And I, I love, I love when I hear stories like that because it really, you know, you get lost in the sauce of working and, and trying to build everything up and just staying busy. And then you forget like the, the purpose that's attached to the work that you do and the lives that you affect in like whatever we do, but specifically, you know, fitness and especially during the, during COVID I forget almost just how that was one of the only like safe spaces or places of distraction that a lot of people had was like, okay, I'm doing, I'm going to work out for 30 minutes. I'm going to forget there's a pandemic happen. I'm just going to like be stupid and silly and have fun. And um, it's always great to hear the impact. And so thanks for sharing that. I think for Donald and I, uh, you know, you know, for the audience who doesn't know uh, and doesn't uh, uh, use Peloton, Cody, does a workout that's hard and challenging and you sweat your your ass off but he's really funny and i never worked out with anyone like that and i wanted to know i wanted to ask you how you came about finding that i mean obviously you're a funny person um but i never worked out with a trainer of any kind in any either a video class or in real life who was making you crack up the whole time and i thought like wow what a what a what an out of the box way to work out and um, I just wondered how you came about finding that and, and what that, when you, how did you find your stride like that? Like, how did it all come about? Like, how did you join Peloton? And then, and then how did you discover your, your sense of humor in, in doing the class? Um, well, like any gay child that's had trauma, you know, I overcompensate with humor and wit. So that's a part of it. Right. Um, no, you know, I, um, I reflected on this in my book and I was, talking about like, how did I kind of get to this place? You know, I've, I've been at Peloton uh, just today. I think they sent me an email. It was today is my like nine year anniversary. So I've been at Peloton for nine years. Thunderous applause, Daniel. Yeah. Thunderous, thunderous applause, Daniel. <laughs> Insert sound there. Um, yeah, we will. We will. So yeah. thank you. So it's been a long journey and it's been a lot of like ups and downs and trying different things. And I think when I first came in it, listen, I had never taught a cycling class and there's a fitness class before I started at Peloton. I was a dancer. I was an entertainer. I kind of like knew how to be on camera. And so when I first started, I kind of was trying to copy the people that was around me, like Robin, Robin Arzon and Jess King and just like trying to like be like them. And that wasn't sticking. That was like not successful for me. And it wasn't until I kind of like researched my class, kind of like watched it, saw what was going on and then gave myself permission to be myself. And like, I'm always the person in my friend group that's like talking all the time or making jokes or just like being, being a dumbass. And so I think once I gave myself permission to do that, I think a lot of people responded to that and really found it different than most people in the fitness space. And I think 
that's really what I've been able to have the like privilege to do is kind of make fitness not so scary by being a dumbass, being a clown and allowing myself to be like self-deprecating humor so that people feel more invited to a somewhat scary space. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it because people dread working out usually. Not everyone. Yeah. A lot of pe- a lot of people dread working out. A lot of people. But when I think about taking your class, I know that I'm going to I'm going to laugh. I know there's going to be humor involved and it's more likely to to make me want to do it, which I think is genius. I don't think anyone's ever done that before and that I know of. Yeah. I, you know, I was wondering if at at any point in the last three years were people like just wanting to buy you dinner when you walked out into restaurants and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, like even I was on, I was on fire Island a few weeks ago and, uh, the line for the bar, for the bar. <laughs> you Did you break fire Island? Did you fire break fire Island? Always. Always. <laughs> um, you know how they say break the internet. Did you break fire Island? Yeah. You know, it's, She's well known on the island. It's all good. Um, but I remember the line for the bar being so long, and this fierce little lesbian who uh, was a, a fan was like, "Do you want a drink?" So like, it saved me a little bit of time, and I got a free drink. But I, you know, I always it, it feels weird to accept that sort of stuff. But I, in that moment, I was like, "You know what? Yes, I'll take it." Are you single? <laughs> no, um, me and I have my boyfriend Andreas, who I've been with for five years. We took a little hiatus for six months. But now uh, we're we're back together. So no. I just imagine it's an adjustment for you since you know you 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 become very famous and known pretty quickly, and uh, it must be a bit of a an adjustment. For sure. I mean, not like maybe not so in the like romance or hookup department, but uh, because let's be honest, like my my uh, demo is mostly like women of a certain age and, and, and a few outliers of straight men i love that he's like donald i love that he's, he's like my demo is mostly women of a certain age and you too <laughs> no listen 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 i'm always surprised there's like a hashtag on the bike it says straight dudes for cody and i'm always very surprised when like the straight guys show up and they like are into what I'm putting down. I'm like, you know, I love to see it. Like we're not so we're not we don't fit into these boxes that we that we think we used to fit in, you know? Like Yeah, absolutely. Now, how did you you just said you were a dancer and um and um I read you you worked at the box in Manhattan? I did. Yes. Donald, you been there? I've not been to the one in Manhattan. I've been to the one in London though. London. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. for those of you who don't know, it's a it's like a kind of a burlesque crazy club where there's performances cody what did you do there you dance there no so um this was in like a very transitional part of my life is like i had been dancing professionally like a commercial dancer backup for Nicki minaj katie perry such and such videos all that and i got to a point where i was like okay like this isn't paying the bills but i don't know what's next so i really kind of went out into the world in new york i came back from la uh i was in la for the summer came back and I was like, I'm just going to work my ass off and do what I need to do to make money. So I was like cater waitering, going to the gym, uh, working at the box, doing some side gigs. And so I was at the box and I worked in front of the house and it was kind of a shit job. Um, so as you know, there's a very risque show where there's lots of crazy things going on and topless girls. Yeah. And so my job was to stop everyone from taking pictures on their phone. Uh, you of had the, the show. worst job That's ever, worst job. dude. Oh, man. Yeah. So, and the people know, are drunk at that time of night. They're drunk. They're annoying. So that's what I did at the box. But fortunately, the choreographer slash director. What was your title? Cock blocker? Yeah, professional cock blocker. Professional cock blocker. I can't remember what it was called. Oh god, it was so long ago. But yeah, the 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 director knew I was a dancer, and so he had a connection to Peloton. I was like, hey, this might be a good fit for you. And I I literally was just like, yeah, here's another little side gig I can do to make some some coin that's not cater waitering, and then. Here we are nine years later, right place, right time. Oh, wow. Did you, how did you, I mean, spinning on the level that you do it is not easy. And I, and I, and I wonder how you, especially talking the whole time, like you do, 
how did that did did, did transitioning from Keep dancing was that, that, that this is the question that everyone wants to know what what's that resistance on bro yeah what's, what's that, that resistance, resistance? No, it's, you, uh, no, mine is like very similar to what i call out yeah because in all honesty i can't I can't fake it. I can't fake it. If I'm doing it, like I need to do it and have a level of resistance. That's I know, but you have to so, talk the whole time. I always want. I know, that too. but like, babe, I can I can sit here and talk about nothing for hours. So that's not the problem. And I've been doing it for nine years, so my conditioning to it is 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 easy at this point. It's like, in all honesty, like a thirty minute second class is like nothing to me at this point. I'm, right. I'll just be honest. Not to that's not to flex or sound like a well, yeah. Bag, if you do it for nine years, you you'd shit. expect that. Yeah. Now, wait a second. My question was before Donald said that when you first transitioned to doing it, were you, was it, did you find it hard or did all your dancing cardio uh, help you uh, pick it up quickly? I think physically it wasn't like the, it, I, I don't think physically it was the hardest thing to, to transition from dance to that. I think I had the endurance and like I worked out pretty regularly. So it wasn't that, that, that wasn't the hard part. It was more so, I always, I've always said this before. I always feel like Tom Cruise in the minority report when he's got that big ass screen open and like you're doing, he's like doing a million things at once. Like that's how teaching a Peloton class is because you've got, we had the studio audience, you've got the cameras, you've got the programming, you got to cue the music. Like you're doing all these things all at once to like simultaneously put it together. So I definitely like fumbled and stumbled my way through the beginning. And, um, even like the the first community class that I did probably like a year ago, I mean, nine years ago, um, I failed at because I was just like a hot mess. And so I had to go back to the drawing board and do it again. And then I was finally like an official instructor. So I think that was the hardest part was just like balancing all the damn things you got going on. And then once I figured that out, then I was like, okay, how do I make this funny and stupid and fun, you know? I have so many questions. My next one is, are you fully in charge of the music you play or does anyone weigh in on, on what music you pick? No, I'm full, fully in charge. I, I feel like I could never relinquish control of that because it's such, it's such an like integral part of like the vibe and the energy and the brand and all that sort of stuff. So it would right. be really hard. I think there's like, unless it's like a theme ride or I don't know if I should say this, but like we just had Barbie rides and yeah. I, the, for the, for the movie, yeah. And, and are they sponsored? Are they, are they like sponsored? Well, by- I think that's like those were like official. Those were official rides. Um, and I, I think I, I'm glad that I didn't accept it when I did because I am a SAG member, and I think if I did the ride, that would be technically like yes, promoting, the, promoting the movie. So yes. I'm glad I declined it, anyways. But I was like, how am I gonna? The the soundtrack doesn't hit for 30 minutes or 20 minutes for me, so I don't think I would have fun teaching that class. Like there's right. like I listened to the I looked at the soundtrack. I'm like, okay, there's like three or four like solid tracks here, but like I don't know if I could do a 20 minute, 30 minute ride to this because like I don't know, it's just not hitting for me specifically. Right. So, flash forward, Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. They call. Was it a no-brainer or were you like, hmm, you know, I'm enjoying where I'm at right now? Or were you like, you know, let's, let's show the world who Cody is? Neither of you have done that, right? No, no. not yet. Okay. But our friend, you did it with our friend Amanda Klutz. <laughs> yes, lovely Amanda Klutz, who's a phenomenal dancer. It was kind of like, uh, I, I was like, wow, this is a great opportunity. I'm like honored and like excited that they would even think of me to do it. So that was that. I think going into it, I was like a little bit cockier or confident than I was once I like landed in the space. Dancing with the Stars for me was like one of the most, like one of the hardest things I've ever done uh, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, I'm so glad that I did it. I would never do it again. Like if you put a million dollars in front of me, I think I would be like, sorry, sorry, sis, I'm good. Like I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like, it was just no way. <laughs> Wait, just go into detail on that, like because of the amount, uh, how you have to pick up choreography so quickly. Is that was that why? Yeah, I think it's just like a lot of it. Like you're learning. Like I was a dancer. Like I danced, but like the ballroom dance is so technical and so different than a five, six, seven, eight in a music video. So right. I think that's where I got a little bit cocky. And then once I like landed, I was like, oh shit, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. That's one thing. Reality TV is so produced and even no matter how good you do or how bad you do or whatever, there's so many different elements that go into like the scoring or the feedback that they give you. And for me, it was hard to separate like 
my own validation or my own worth from the idea and the fact that there it was a produced television show mm. like you know like it's hard to not take what they're saying or the scores so like personally yeah um and that was hard for me uh like emotionally and then like from fucking like labor day to thanksgiving i had zero days off and that's not just like me like hyping up like work culture or like you know because you also had to keep doing peloton yeah so but even i feel like even if i wasn't doing peloton there wouldn't have been days off because you're rehearsing every day physically like non-stop so it just was it just was a lot to take on and yeah and just like i don't know people are nasty and rude and oh yeah you see like no matter how hard you tried did you go down the rabbit hole of reading your haters and shit yeah, I mean, like, as much as I like try not to, it's like, you know, I'd go on Twitter and look at look at stuff and you'd see the nasty things that people would say or dog on you. And I don't know, I should, as much as I try not to do that, like, I'm I'm only human and I'm curious. And unfortunately, yeah. I got caught in those crossfires before. So that's the fucked up thing, dude. They know you look. Yeah, too. Like, they know you yeah. look. That's why they write that shit. I know exactly. See this shit. So fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but on the other hand, it was like, Super challenging. I, I I grew so much. I I you know it afforded me a lot of opportunities during and after, and it's like such a such a uh, special part of like my story. So I'm I'm glad that I did it, but it was also like one of the most challenging and difficult things that I ever did. Yeah, and, it's funny. I was thinking about you and Amanda because you know sometimes they give people who are quote unquote dancers shit for going on the show because they're like, "What well, you're? How is this? How is yeah. this a challenge?" And Amanda, who was a rocket, which is closer to ballroom mm-hmm. dancing than you, who were, uh, you know, whatever kind of dancer you call it, music video, hip hop. I'm not sure what you say it is. But she was like, yeah. this is really, really fucking hard. She's like, I was a rocket, but this is not, yeah. I was not a ballroom dancer. And um, yeah. she really found it very, very hard. And she, and like, listen, she had like, I mean, she had great scores and and she was much more technical than I am. And yeah, I, I, I mean, there was a point where we were both just like exhausted, and it was just so much yeah. to keep. And up the whole with. world is weighing in on you. I mean, uh, everyone who watches it. I mean, that would be so hard because it's one thing to just get trolled or shat on just for being alive and being a public figure, but yeah. you're going on a show that's a competition where you are judged. Yep. So you're saying yep. like, "Judge me, motherfuckers," and people are very <laughs> yes. happy to. <laughs> very, very happy to. Very happy. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud 
following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Real Friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Real Friends. Another thing I wanted to ask you was, what's it like in the culture of Pelton? Because are, I imagine you're the, one of the most, I know that you're one of the most famous people that are doing it. Is there, is it ever uncomfortable with your peers because you kind of broken out as, as the face or, or one of the stars of the company? Yeah, I was going to, I was going to, just to piggyback on that. You are a, you are one of the faces. There are several faces of Peloton, but you are. And then there's people that, you know, do y'all ever run into each other? Because it doesn't seem like you're in the same studio. Some people are in different areas. And- no, they're all in New York. I think they're all they're in New York. All in the, well, no, well, that's sort of true. Okay, so just I'll go with the first question. So there's a New York studio, and that's probably where, like, let's say 35 to 40 of the instructors are. I don't know their math is. And then there's a UK studio, which has our English team and the German team. So that's probably another 10 to 15 people. So that's a total, I think, of 50 or so instructors at this point. So the vast majority is in New York City. Um, In New York City, there's uh, four studios. So you've got the yoga studio, the strength studio, the tread studio, and the cycling studio. We all, we depending on your schedule, like, I see about the same on a regular basis, let's say 10 instructors, I guess. Like I see the same 10 instructors. And then, you know, there's like events that we have that we all kind of like cross paths and see each other. And then we just had probably at the beginning of summer, our instructor summit where like all of the instructors from all across the globe came together. And we had a very lovely, like two or three intense, but fun days. And as far as my colleagues, and like comparing each other's success or whatever. I think that's kind of what we're getting at a little bit. Uh, Fortunately, everyone has been cast to kind of like be in their own lane and also share their story and appeal to different groups of people. So, you know, I try to think in this like abundance mindset that there are enough seats at the table and there's enough opportunities within Peloton and outside of Peloton for all of us to like, thrive and have our thing going. Um, Cause like I said at the beginning, when I was trying to copy Robin Arzon and like be her, I'm not an ultra marathon thoner. I'm not a vegan. I, I, I'm not a mom. I'm not like all these things that she is that she can speak to on the Peloton platform and off and get all these opportunities. So I think that's the beauty of it is like, there are enough seats at the table and there's a lot to do. And it's, I don't think it's ever, I don't think it's ever like awkward or there's any sort of like weird jealousy i think that we're all kind of rooting for each other the best that we can and um i think it would be silly to think that some of the opportunities that other people have i should have because i'm gonna get what come what comes to me i guess i know but that having been said cody i've been watching a lot of below deck med and i just want to (laughs) know i just want to know if there's ever any um friction or if you all get hammered and like people say shit like i picture the no i picture the peloton locker room like below deck med and i need to know if that's true no you know what the only (laughs) thing like i a we're not a drink we're not a lot of drinkers i know it's so annoying like we don't drink a lot so nobody's getting wasted and doing stupid shit and in all honesty like the, the heat the most heated drama i think is like the green room and i will like i get very upset with some of the girls because they go into these green rooms and they leave like their makeup, their hair, their clothes all in there. 
and they they forget that like hey i need to go in there too so it's like literally like it's like literal brothers and sisters fighting over who gets to use the bathroom that is the tea i'm sorry i know you want more i know you I want wanted me, more like, i know you want me like spilling drink like throwing a drink on tunday and me slapping alex Toussaint. <laughs> yeah i wanted me, to hear these and things me, yeah. and me calling you know kendall a bitch to her face like it's just not happening and then captain sandy comes in and it's like cody exactly. i need to see you on the deck <laughs> and then and then they're like hey 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 we, we didn't get that on camera can we do it all again and Right, just do that all again, please. So unfortunately, I don't have any hot tea for you. Hey, is that your real wallpaper behind you, or are you at a hotel right now? It is my. This is the get. It's the guest room. I'm actually. I have a friend staying with me from Brazil, and he's. Uh, this is an air mattress that I'm sitting on, and this is our the guest room. Yeah, I like your wallpaper. It's very Thank fly. You. It's Gucci. Uh, is it? Oh, oh, oh is it now? You. Oh, oh is Gucci it wallpaper. Peloton's <laughs> treating you well. Gucci I know. Wallpaper. Actually, you know what? I got I got it for free because someone had it left over. So I I was like, Oh, I'll you found it. some Gucci oh, wallpaper. Yeah. Hey, That's hey. I'm just saying. Hi, I was it. listening to you the other day, and you were and you were doing um, you were you were spinning to that song to the left to the left, mm -hmm. um, and then and you and you said something that made me laugh so hard. You go, uh. Sh she goes, I could have another you in a minute. What do you, mm -hmm. What's the lyric? I forgot. Uh, matter of fact, oh, he'll be here. That was the lyric. He'll, he'll yeah. be and here in a, in minute. a minute. You go, I can have a man here in a minute, but it's called Grinder. And then you go, <laughs> I was laughing so hard. You go, I might have to lower my standards, but he'd be here in a minute. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Listen, that all, shit was all so funny. Have, all of us have have phones and access to quick and easy hookups if we want it. Yeah, but I don't know if you've ever been on some of these apps. But men more than other dude. I mean, uh, sorry, gay men more than more than straight men because yeah, we're whores, we're sluts, we're we're okay yeah, with Donald it. Yeah, Donald and I are not Donald and I are not on Grinder yet. But it seems to me like you're not really exaggerating. Like a man could be there in like three minutes. Literally, literally, I, it, yeah. it might it might be a certain caliber of a certain man, but you know, like maybe on their way. I'm, if I'm trying to get my dick wet and I don't have high standards, we can make it happen pretty quickly. <laughs> a gay man, we might have to cut this, Joel. Joel, okay, so I, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. Joel, you'll tell me if we need to cut this because mm -hmm. they because you'll get canceled or I will. No, you're not going to cancel. It's just this might be too risque even for our show. But this, okay. a gay friend of mine told me that that certain gay men will post on Grinder, I will be receiving loads between these hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what we call in the community a pump and dump. Really? Oh What's God. a pump and dump? <laughs> so... Uh, this show just uh, got good, Donald. It just got good. And we're gonna have to cut it off. We just turned no, up. We're not cutting, we're so not far, cutting, we're not cutting none of this. Oh my god, you yeah, Donald! None of this. Okay, what's a pump and dump? Because Donald and I, I are mean, unfamiliar. I have never partaken in this. No, but of course no not. judgment. No, no judgment. No judgment. I don't no try judgment. to judge anybody's sexual desires nor what they're right. into. So we've learned. We've learned a lot from Joel. She's told us this is all life is life. Yes. Joel's going to pump and dumps? Um, okay, so. No, Joel doesn't pump and dump. No, Joel, I don't think no. you pump and dump. No judgment Listen, if you do. No judgments if you do. not over here. Will you explain to our audience that is not familiar what oh, is a pump and dump? This is so nasty. It's well, like, just say it. It's, say it also in this, like, yeah. it's also like when you describe these sort of things, this is, this is why they're trying to take away our rights. This is why we couldn't get married for so damn long because we're out here acting a fool in this street. Um, right, so let's a say a particular person wants to be the receive. I'm gonna try to put these in straight terms. Yeah, wants to be the receiver, so the bottom. Yeah, the and bottom. they will maybe, in fact, they will rent a hotel room or they will be giving strangers on the internet their address. So then, said strangers will show up to said hotel room or home and just the bottom will be there ready to receive yeah, penetrative sex and as you said before loads so therefore that is the pump and dump so from like one to three i'm going to be at this hotel and you come in you drop your drawers you have sex with me and you leave <laughs> but um but wait um uh, the the same friend told me that sometimes the man oh uh, the recipient uh -huh. 
uh-huh. will post. You know, like the the hashtag. You might have to yes. cut this to all, but that they'll post. <laughs> they will then um, have a marker. Wait, let me let me you- tell. No, no, no. Let me tell them, and then you <laughs> okay. tell me if I'm wrong. Donald, I don't know if I told you this shit. My friend told me that they on the one guy had on his butt cheek the like you know the the four and then you do the hash across he had with the loads he had asked the men to create oh lines and then a hash through for the for the fifth load Zach I'm horrified who are you talking to who is no this friend? who is said friend <laughs> that you are talking about you. listen you're not you're not wrong my friend wasn't participating wrong. he was telling me as a straight man you probably don't know this is a thing on grinder but this is a thing on grinder <laughs> it is it is. Are there things like this on other dating sites? Is there something Donald like wants this? to know if this is available on Tinder. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm a married believe. man, so I, I don't get to... You're just doing research. I, I would like to do some research. Is this like everywhere? <laughs> is this how... Is this how... Is this what no. dating sites are nowadays? No, I think this is, I think this is a particularly... Um, this is not as much of a hetero thing as far no, as I know. No, it's just that the gays are like really unhinged and just like... We are out here in these streets doing whatever we want. So, you know, there's a little bit more. I don't even want to call it promiscuity because that's not what it is. It's just, you know, sexual liberation and freedom. So, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what some people are into and more power to them as long as it's consensual adults. Like, you know, live your life. That's none of my damn business. But, yeah, all all of what you're saying is true. And I would say if you live in a major metropolitan city i don't i don't think it would be hard for you to find said uh, activity donald do you ever want to um say announce that you're open to receive loads <laughs> i mean i'm first of all i don't mind saying i'm open to receive loads my wife my wife will be like yo dude why are all these people at the house right what the fuck is going on the doorbell rings and casey's like babe who's at the door oh that's my first load i'm receiving <laughs> Oh Honey, just God. send him upstairs. Send him to the closet. <laughs> <laughs> the closet. Oh, oh Lord. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, we'll get back on track here. Um, your favorite artist that you that you talk about the most, it seems to me, is Britney. Is that true? Of course, yes. She's your favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I've. I think I'm just like there's such a nostalgic attachment that I have to her. Um, she she provided such uh, amazing songs, performances. 
looks throughout the height of my like adolescence and if i would say the height of like pop culture like you can't you can't get better than that like the two early 2000s of of pop culture trl like right yeah i just have so many memories and i, I you know music i remember watching britney and being like damn she's so young and then when she when justin and her were dating and freaking she became like and she came out with the snake and did mm -hmm. I'm a slave for you. Mm -hmm. I remember, and Jamie Foxx looked at Justin Timberlake on television and said, she bad. <laughs> I remember, I, I just remember the, you know, the little, that it happens when, you know, you see somebody. You had a peep shift. I had a peep shift. You know, oh, I was see. A, she went from sort of innocent girl to like, okay, like, a hot sex symbol you know well yeah because you know you can say what you want about oops i did it again and hit me baby one more time but that was like posing kind of but when yeah. she hit that shit that was when You're it like, was like i know what i'm doing oh yeah right yeah. exactly i mean yeah i think that we have a lot in know. common cody i'm just saying did you yeah, see her live I, ever cody yeah i've seen i saw the britney spears i saw her first tour and then i saw I don't think I saw anything after that until the circus tour, which I saw twice, the Femme Fatale tour, and then the the Vegas show. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so what yeah. about Beyonce? You also are a huge Beyonce fan, guys. If if you have not <laughs> if you have not purchased tickets to go see the Renaissance World Tour, you are missing out on a once in a lifetime thing to see look at joelle's face right now i'm I, dying i've seen I her on her saw birthday her in Paris and i was so blown away that i had to see it again and i saw it this saturday at metlife and it's just like it is just like a, a singular thing to be alive in this time where like you get to see a woman that has made a 25 year career a, an entire like an immense catalog of songs and also just like the impact that she's had on like pop culture and turn that into a two-hour show that is immaculately designed immaculately designed it is like i don't even want to compare it to seeing michael jackson but it's the only thing that i could compare it to like you just if you don't go see this you're missing out on like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Joelle, what are your thoughts? I see you having a spiritual moment. Oh, my God. Okay, so seeing her on her birthday in L.A., and I'm dying. Uh, like Cody, I think twice is going at least. So I'm looking at New Orleans, which is where she's doing her last stop. Uh, every time I see video, it's just a little bit better than the last show, the way she just continues to improve throughout. Elevate. Oh my God. I'm so, I've never like had Beyonce money before. Uh, so this is my first Beyonce show. So I'm a little bit like, <laughs> Joelle, I'm happy, can't control myself. I'm happy for you that you've got <laughs> Beyonce you. ticket money now. I love that for you. Me too. <laughs> I took a week off from work so I could mentally and spiritually prepare. Um, my oh, little cousin's so coming up. It's going to be amazing. When we did our live show, we made you miss somebody else. Who did we make you miss by accident? Megan the Stallion and Mariah Carey. They were doing Pride in LA. Oh, sorry, oh, they pulled oh, you shit. away from that? Yes, it was a sacrifice. Worth it. It's gonna, you know what? It'll come back to me. I think that's homophobic. Did you see? Did y'all see Cardi B throw? Did you see Cardi B throw the mic at someone's head? That was amazing. Rightfully so. Absolutely. As she should throw that mic right at your face, bitch. You know she don't know. You don't know. She don't even know if that was water or not, too, though, man. She just got some shit thrown on her, man. That could have been acid. That could have been anything, man. Did you see Cardi's hair? You don't throw water at that hair. What about how the music kept going though? She kept that shit together though. <laughs> I also don't know why you would throw anything at Cardi. Her aim is perfect. Who knew? She doesn't miss. Okay. Did she hit? Did she hit her? Yeah. Did she, she hit, hit the person immediately. She, wow. she pulled back, made eye contact, and launched. Like you, <laughs> Cardi B is a fighter. It's a dumb move. I can't understand why you would do it. All right. Yeah, now explain no. to me. I know no. it's, the track didn't uh, wasn't affected at all, and I understand that she may have been speaking over it or rapping over it, but. Do people care? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's not what Cardi and B she was for. not singing live? Yeah. yeah You're going to tell me. Cares. Nobody, cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Mm. Donald and I have a date to see um, Taylor Swift this week. We're very excited. Uh -oh. You got the tickets? 
We did not oh. talk about you guys getting Taylor Swift tickets. I, uh, we got, we I, got, <laughs> somebody's not, somebody's clowning. Somebody's clowning. Do we, I don't know if you want to open this can Let's of worms. Let's do it. No, no, every no. Time no, I want to do it, Zach. No. I want to do it. It's no. not a good thing. I get in trouble. No, Cody, I don't want you to talk negatively about T-Swift. I really like her. Okay. And Donald, and my dates. And I'm so happy that she brings you joy. Yeah. I'm so happy oh that my God, you're this dude excited is dying to talk to shit. No. Go see this show. And I am just, I can't wait for you to feel the joy that you want to feel. Oh my God, you're such a bitch Amazing. about it. Now, Donald, Amazing. you are my date, so you better be open to receiving. Wait, loads. it's just you two? Yeah. Yeah. They're best. Y'all sure y'all ain't gay. Y'all ain't a little gay. We're maybe a little gay, but Cody, not have you ever like seen the picture the of them at Disneyland where they're like holding hands and skipping through Disneyland? Oh, that's cute. The love is We're real. We're a little gay. Um, no, we, I, must, I must give a shout out. We got in, we did, could not get tickets. And um, we have a friend uh, at Casa Amigos who invited us to the Casa Amigos box. That's so that's how, we, that's how we managed to uh, get in because we couldn't get tickets like everybody can't get tickets. Wow. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, even for the second, sh- I don't even want to tell you how much I paid for the Beyonce tickets in the uh, the it's second show. I paid, I paid, I paid StubHub money for floor seats to oh, the second wow. one, and that's I, like, that's like, 10 but grand. you know what? Did you pay? 10 I, was, grand? I stand by this statement. I still didn't even pay enough. Wow. I still hey. didn't pay enough. You know, that's interesting. Wow, it we wasn't go, like Donald. this when we were kids. We gotta, I, we I saw Michael Jackson when I was a kid. I saw New Edition, Belle Bib DeVoe. I saw all of these freaking, I went to a lot of big concerts when I was a kid. And I sat really close in these stadiums and was able to see everything. I was never on the floor, but, you know, I can't imagine spending 10 grand, 15 grand on tickets. Okay, thank God. All right, cool. No, 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 no. not that much. Oh, when you said floor seat StubHub money, I thought you were talking about ten thousand dollars. I mean, listen, they were they were floor seats. They weren't the closest floor seats. I was probably at at my closest proximity to Beyonce, maybe twenty feet. So that's good. We're that's amazing. Twenty feet. But yeah, I'm not spending. I'm not. There's no. That's there's there's there is a limit. There's a limit, and that's actually in all honesty why I went in Europe for the first time because. The seats in Paris were like a few hundred bucks and they were on the floor at general. Like by the time you pay for the flight and the ticket, you could get that in the US. So you get a trip to Paris and a and a Beyonce concert. Wow. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, We've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. 
listen, before we uh, wrap up, I wanted to ask, we want to promote your book, by the way. Let's give a shout out yes, to your book. Yes, we love Tell a us your shameless book. plug. Your book is yes. XOXO Cody, An Opinionated Homosexual's Guide to Self-Love, Relationships, and Tactful Pettiness. Oh, thank God you got it right. I know you're Tell reading us. that, but fantastic. <laughs> no, I memorized it. I'm, I'm um, actually, I'm always like nervous when I'm going to be That's a long ass title, bro. That I don't fuck up the title. I'm just like, right. don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it well, up. Well, tell us a little bit about it. Um, uh, shamelessly plug yourself, but tell us a little bit about uh, what the gist of the the vibe is. Yeah, I think, Um, well, I'm excited that it comes out. It comes out September 12th, so pre-order if you can. Um it is a memoir slash kind of like life and dating advice. If you have are familiar with my class at Peloton, we do XOXO Cody, which is like a fun class where writers send in questions to me about self-love relationships. And we talk about pop culture and that. So I kind of took that idea from the ride and made it into a book. Um, and it's like mostly just about like, you know, self-love, even in the, in the realm of dating, like loving yourself before you put yourself out there you know, like asking for more money, loving yourself, dating yourself, you know, just like what it means to just really like take all the things that I've learned in life and apply it to being the best version of yourself. Mm. And you really did. You, you've come such a long way. I mean, you did work at McDonald's, didn't you not? Sure did. Yeah. I mean, and that's like, that's part of the storytelling there is like, I feel like I've told these like really condensed versions of some of, of really impactful things in my life. So it's been a, a privilege to kind of like give it in more detail. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like I grew up, listen, I grew up single parent, only child broke as fuck in, in North Carolina, like food stamp, poor, getting evicted, poor, like all this sort of stuff. So I sometimes look back at my life and I'm just like, how, how the fuck did I, how did I get here? How did I get here in front of the Gucci wall? I was about to say, the book title could have been from McDonald's <laughs> to Gucci wallpaper. No doubt. There we go. Um, now, Cody, why yeah, is the, amazing. why is the shake machine always broken? What's going on? Um, <laughs> what's going yeah, on? What's going in, let's get to the real shit. In all shit. honesty, I think it's because. You know, if you're a McDonald's employee and it's the end of the night, like I'm trying to clean that fucking machine before I get off my shift. And if I'm trying to get out early, you know, if my shift broken. ends at, at 10 and we don't shut down the ice cream machine till 945, I'm not trying to stick around for 15 to 20 extra minutes because oh. this bitch wants an Oreo McFlurry. I'm just going to say... That the fucking machine is broken. And guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up to the drive thru and say one Oreo McFlurry. And the person in the windows will be like, I'm sorry, sir. Uh the machine is broken. And I'm gonna get pissed off and I'm gonna drive off. I'm good. So the employee is winning, you know? <laughs> right. right on. Right. right. I hear and you. That's so just there's quite a few McDonald's workers right now that are like, thank you, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> so what Cody's just told us, okay. everyone, is that the machine is never actually broken. It's just no. that, look. They don't want to deal with that shit. Motherfuckers got lives, yo. They want to get home. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever worked a shift job such as McDonald's. You want to get out as soon as you fucking can. You want to yeah. clock out. I you don't did. want your you don't want your manager asking, hey, you know, uh, Tom's a little bit late. Can you stay 30 minutes? No, bitch. That's not my problem. That's not my problem. <laughs> you're, pay, you're paying me $8.50 an hour. I don't fucking care about Tom. I want to go home and play Xbox. Okay. Right. Thank you. Right on. All right. And on that note. <laughs> um, well, you're very, very funny, man. And we're very what well, last thing I want to ask you for our yes. audience. Um, so many of our audience uh, don't have uh, a Peloton. Can you just maybe give some a little piece of wisdom as to motivating yourself to to actually exercise? Uh, exercise for me has been life changing for more than even more my physical health and my for my mental health. It really has become a part of keeping myself uh, feeling better about myself. And I wondered if, as a as a famous trainer, if you have any words of wisdom for for motivating people to to take action and, and do a little something. Yeah, I think that's well. First of all, I'm going to debunk that the Peloton app is free for like the first month, and there's a free version of the app, so you can jump into that. That being said, as far as motivation, and yeah, I think that a relationship with your body and movement is really good for your overall being, not just looking a certain way, but like your mental health and believing that you can do hard things. I know it sounds really silly, but when you like 
conquer a 20 minute bike ride and you're like, wow, I didn't want to do that, but I did it and I feel great. It is a reminder that like when you get set a challenge at work or or push back in life that you're like, hey, I things might be scary or they might be hard. But if I put my mind to it, I absolutely can accomplish it. And I think it's a constant reminder of, of, of that. And also I think being uncomfortable and being put in uncomfortable situations is good for us. It, you know, I think when we run away from feeling, I think when we feel uncomfortable or we feel sad or we feel angry or we feel, you know, unmotivated, we can really sit in that. We can either sit in that and figure it out or we can go distract ourselves and and get away from it quickly. And I think sitting in those uncomfortable situations is really good for us uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. And moving our bodies and working out is a a practice of that in Mm -hmm. itself. Yeah. I feel that, man. Sometimes I'm just down. I'm not in a good headspace. And I spend for 30 minutes and I, I get off the bike and I feel great. Yeah, and then you like, and then you're like even motivated to do other shit that you yeah. didn't want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time, dude. We 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 really are big fans of yours, and you make us laugh. And keep keep doing what you do because uh, uh, you're making a big difference in a lot of people's lives. Thank you, I appreciate that, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you for being on. Yeah, that was so awesome. Wait, can we just before we wrap up, like, dude. One of my fucking heroes passed away, and I just wanted to give a shout out to yeah, Paul Rubens. Yeah, man. amen. Like, um, yo, man, and I and 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 it's gonna make, I, and I don't want to get emotional about it, and because that's the last thing I want to do in front of you guys. But if you could just, I mean, I just remember junior high school. My buddy Adam Smart, shout out Adam Smart. And uh, Libra, whose dad was on Pee Wee's Playhouse, telling me, yo, you got to watch this guy. And me being like, yeah, whatever. And Adam Smart, for uh, for one of the talent shows, him and this guy did the entire scene of Pee Wee coming out of his house with uh, the bike and the guy wanting to ride on the bike and him saying... Him saying uh, no, and then I know you are, but what am I, and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. From Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and I, you know, that stuck with me. And my freshman year in high school, I finally watched the movie, and I couldn't believe it took me so long to find this guy because it was me in a lot of ways. It was like this guy who was just a little bit immature, but was witty and smart, and had. And had a great sense of humor. And, uh, you know, when I, they say be careful when you meet your idols. When I met him, he was, he was uh, very mean to me. Uh, and uh, he went out of his way the next time I met him and every time after to apologize uh, and tell me that he was, in a, uh, he, was in a, he was in a bad space that day. And I got to work with him like two or three times after that. Uh, just meeting him in it. We we met. You were with me. It was me, you, and Sarah, and I think we were on our way to New York. And uh, are you really anyway, getting emotional, man? I just want to say, Paul Rubens, man, you made a really big impact on my life. You're really getting emotional. Life. Yeah, and uh, you are a legend, and you will be missed. Oh, Donald, that's very sweet. I I, I loved him too, man. I grew up watching Pee Wee's Playhouse, and then when I saw the movie. I just thought he was so uniquely funny and original and there was nobody like him. Like nobody was doing what he was doing. And then that combined with Tim Burton's direction, you know, Pee-wee's Big Adventure was just like, we had never seen anything like it. It was just so different. It was so different. The combo of Tim Burton's style with Pee-wee's humor. And Paul was a wonderful person, by the way. I met him a few times like Donald. And every day on my birthday, he would send me like funny gifts, birthday gifts, um, um, little memes and stuff. And they were all just sweet sort of, they weren't, they were just like sweet little birthday messages. And um, that's the kind of guy he was. He was, he, everybody loved him. Everybody in town that that knew him loved him. Yeah. You know, and, and I just couldn't, but you know, usually when somebody, when somebody brushes you off, that's usually it. And you never really hear from them. You never really hear but he went, I mean, just the, I don't know, man, like 
He remembered me. He remembered where we were when it happened. He remembered what he was going through, and he apologized. That's so It just sweet. made me feel so good. You know what I mean? I remember saving up um, for Cherry. Remember, they, I had a pee, first of all, I had the Pee Wee doll that you pulled the string, and it would right. say Pee Wee's <laughs> Expression. Right. Yeah. And then after a while, the, I used it so much, the, the sound box broke, so it would be really sped up, and you couldn't understand shit. But then I had the Cherry, for those of you who know the show, was his talking green chair. And I, I remember saving up as a kid to go to the Livingston Mall to buy Cherry so I could put my Pee Wee doll in, in the Cherry chair. <laughs> anyway, so rest in peace to Paul, who, um, who was a, a wonderful performer and a very nice person. And thank you to Cody for providing lots of laughter. And, um, and that's it. This segment on Fake Doctors, Real Friends is brought to you by T-Mobile. If you need great coverage, especially when enjoying your favorite podcast, check out T-Mobile. Okay, and now uh, we Joelle has a pitch from one of our listeners for a film that we should make. Okay, let's go, Joelle. Hello, Donald and Zach, Joelle and Daniel. My name is Will. I live in London in the UK, though I'm originally from Edinburgh in Scotland. And today I am pitching a comedy series with you, Donald and Zach, playing fictionalised versions of yourselves as you finally take fake doctors, real friends on the road and tour the podcast series around Europe. It would be tonally similar to Curb Your Enthusiasm or The Trip if you're familiar with that British comedy starring Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon. Of course you find success with the podcast tour. It's everything you guys dreamed it would be. But touring and selling out spectacular venues such as the O2 Arena in London, the Coliseum in Rome and a wee boffy oh, in the Highlands the of Scotland. Well, it takes its toll on your multi-layered, loving, sometimes flawed relationship in the series. And the Bullshit. survival of your bromance never. is questioned as That'll the never series happen. develops. Yeah, Spoiler, Cody asked if we were gay. It survives. Yeah. As well as touring the podcast, you both have your own side hustles going on. Donald, played by Donald Faison, is desperate to get onto one of the Star Wars or Marvel series that's filmed here is in the he? UK. In one scene, Donald literally begs on his knees for a role outside the gates of Pinewood Studios, <laughs> while Zach, played by Zach Braff, lands himself his dream role and does a one of performance playing Jean Valjean in the wow. West End production of Les Mis. I don't think I'd get it. However, on the night, Zach gets so excited and he's so overcome with emotion that he starts singing everyone else's parts over them. So as the tour comes to an end, our heroes ask themselves whether it was really a success. They both lost out on their dream roles and, more importantly, their most value valued relationship with each other along the way. To be continued. I actually sent this pitch to you guys way back in summer 2020 when I first emailed over some questions, so it's been flowing around my head for a few years now. I just want to add that I work as a script editor in TV drama development, so if you want, I could come on board to storyboard and script edit your episodes. <laughs> All right, I'm so doing it for free. I'm, I might be available. Let's slow down. I hope you enjoy the pitch. Uh, and lastly, I just want to add that I love this podcast and I love Thanks. getting to hang out with the four of you every week. Oh, Take no. care and speak soon. Bye. First of all, that would never happen, William. Our bond is too tight. Yeah, Cody thought we were gay. <laughs> it's not going to happen, William. Well, I believe that Donald would be on his knees outside Pinewood Studios no, begging not. to get in. I've worked at Pinewood Studios. I would not be on my knees outside of... <laughs> Pinewood Studios. What if George Lucas, much like the Emperor, was like, get on your knees, Donald Faison? That was Vader, sorry. That was definitely <laughs> Vader. Get George on your knees, Donald Faison. <laughs> That's definitely Vader. And um, show me that you're worthy of a part in my creation. Are you saying I have to perform fellatio on George Lucas <laughs> to get into Star Wars? I didn't mean that. that. You made that shit up. I just meant he was making you get on your knees to be like, to, to, to bow down to him. Bow down to George. I have no problem bowing down to George Lucas. Okay. So if George was like, you can have a artistry. part. You can be one of Lando's friends in the new series. Then we'd have to contact Donald Glover and I'd have to convince Donald Glover that too. So I look. Heard they're, I heard they're making that and that they, they just. They fired the writer or something, and they're, they're, um, he and his brother are writing the new Lando series. All I know is I didn't get a telephone call. So yet, you know yet, yet. And everybody knows who my favorite Star Wars character is. Yeah, but you is. could be Lando's older brother, Bando. What if you play Lando's dad? That'd be Whoa, cool. he's not older than, he's not Donald Glover's dad. He got prosthetics I mean, and shit. Look, man, I'm still holding out for Ahsoka. How about that? 
<sighs> Bro, I can't even talk about this. I'm not All ready. Right. We're I'm not, not allowed ready. to talk about that. Thanks, T-Mobile. Did you know that at T-Mobile, new and existing customers always get the same great device deals with Go 5G Plus plans? It's true. So why wait? Check out T-Mobile.com slash Go CY. Now back to the show. Now listen, um, thank you for your pitch, William. Um, very clever. You know, Donald and I are talking about maybe documenting our, our tour um, as some sort of docu-series perhaps, but I don't think that it will go the full Curb Your Enthusiasm fake version of our of our real lives i don't think that's our our style i love the fact that we're selling out like the coliseum and yeah imagine we sell out the coliseum that'd be an o2 arena i I mean if we sell sell out the coliseum we're like legendary that's like straight up i mean we we, we might as well call ourselves gladiators i didn't like when cody was i didn't like when cody was being about to be negative about our date for thursday night Listen, bud. <laughs> he doesn't understand that. He doesn't understand our love of T Swift. He doesn't know the love that we have for T Swift because yeah. it's a hard thing to understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's hard to understand. Do you think we're going to be the only straight men there that came? I think together? we're going to be the only men over. 25 at this concert to be no that's not true my question is this are we going to be the only men who are straight who came together alone (laughs) no (laughs) probably joelle your thoughts Uh, yes definitely i'm having a hard time picturing who uh, two other straight guy friends were like fuck yeah t-swift but that's what makes you guys special yeah that's what makes us special though we're running into this motherfucker like, so gonna it's going to be forever. I'm going to cry. Just <laughs> or it's going to go down in flames. You can so tell me when videos. it's over. Oh I'm going to look God. at you and we're going to smile at this oh. part. Got a long list of ex-lovers. We're going to yeah. smile. They'll yeah. tell you I'm insane. I might not. I won't like subtly grab your hand, but if I do, just shoo it away. And I'll write your name. <laughs> All right, that's our show, everybody. We love you. Count us out, Tom. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of dogs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's our stories that we all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.